Very good, very good. Make sure it doesn't stop in the middle of it, I guess. No, it's it, this is good. We're on Zoom. Zoom records very well, so. Okay, there you go. All right. <laughs> can you do can you do Zoom in person or uh, you no? Um, I don't know. I never tried that. Uh, but me and um, Anwar did uh, a different software in person, and it stopped in the middle, so we didn't get a lot of his NFC South uh, analysis. So, what's up, man? We have you instead to help yeah. me and explain the NFC South. Um, yes. Again, my apologies to Anwar because we tried this once last week. It did not happen. Um, we even did the our draft uh, pick uh, last week on, and, and too bad it just didn't record. So that was my fault. My apologies to uh, Anwar, but we're here today. Yep. So I was waiting waiting for that podcast to come out, man. I know. Well, now you're gonna you're gonna be the podcast. You're gonna do it yourself. <laughs> All right. So, so we've got um, you know you're you're used to it. You've done this with me before. NFC South. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Atlanta Falcons, Carolina Panthers, and New Orleans Saints. So we're gonna go from last place, who we think's coming come in last, and then finish it off, uh, who we think's gonna come and win the division. So right. yeah. So without further ado, uh, we'll let you go ahead and uh, tell us who you think's gonna come in last. This is gonna be a tough one, man. Yeah, this is a tough division. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, the, the Panthers are going to come in last. Okay. Uh, I, just, I, I, just, I don't even know who their quarterback is. What, Teddy Bridgewater, right? Teddy Bridgewater, uh, yes. Uh, so, I don't know. I, and, and other than McCaffrey and, I guess, DJ Moore, I don't see them having uh, an explosive offense enough to well, – Let's let's look at that offense. We have uh, so the so the key acquisitions. Uh, the the team added Teddy Bridgewater. He's going to be the starting quarterback, um, which is surprising because I thought uh, Kyle Allen did okay last season. Uh, we have they added Robbie Anderson from the Jets. Um, okay. Yeah, and then uh, they did a little upgrade in uh, defensive tackle. They have Derek Brown there. Uh, they picked him up in uh, with the number seven pick from Auburn. Um, and they also picked up uh, defensive end, Uter Gross Matos from uh, Penn State. He was a round two pickup. And, of course, their key losses were Cam Newton, Greg Olson, uh, Luke Kutzley, uh, which is a big loss. Uh, he retired. And then uh, James, yeah, James Bradbury, Bradbury uh, he went to the Giants. That was their number one corner. Um, mm -hmm. So as far as the skill position goes, uh, we have Teddy Bidwater, Christian McCaffrey, um, DJ Moore, wide receiver two, Robbie Anderson. Then you have wide receiver three, Curtis Samuel. Uh, you also have Ian Thomas. And their O-line ranks number 14. It looks like they're going to rank 14 uh, in 2020. Um, yeah, middle of the pack. Middle of the pack. Yeah, so what do you think? I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, he went, what, 8-0 last season? Yeah. Uh, wait, no. Was it that much? Was that many games that he started um, for the Saints? I don't think it was that many games, was it? Um, five and zero, oh, six and zero. Oh? I think it was something like six games, maybe five, five, five or six games. But um, I think he's a serviceable 
uh, real life football option, right? He's a good um, game manager with the pieces that the um, that the Panthers have. I guess he would he would do okay, but I, I he's not a fantasy option at all. Okay, yeah. As far as fantasy option wise, how how about during uh, um, you know as far as the team goes, you don't think they're gonna do too well? I don't think so. I just don't think. With the other teams in the division, I don't think um, that they can end up any higher. I mean, well, they I can went, see they went five and eleven last season. Right, right. Um, and I mean, like you said, they've lost some pieces. They've added some, but I, I think they're still very middle of the pack and compared uh, to the other teams um, in the division. They, I think that they have a poor de- uh, offense. And and I'm not sure about their defense, but I wouldn't like I I I don't think they're any good um, to not finish last, in my opinion. I I tend to agree with you. I mean, they have a, a new a new quarterback, mm-hmm. a new coach, um, right. a new you know new receiving core. I mean, they still have it's Curtis Samuel and um, uh, DJ Moore, but you know they have uh, Robbie Anderson coming in. So they need right. to switch ball with him. You have a new tight end, Ian Thomas. Um, their defense lost a big, uh, big piece with uh, Kuchli. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I agree with you. Um, I I tend to place Carolina to come in last, also. But fantasy wise, this is a fantasy football show. So you like you said with Teddy Bridgewater, you don't see him. You could probably pick him up off the wire. Of course, McCaffrey's probably gonna go number one. <laughs> he has to go. Yeah. How about uh, you have any interest in DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, or Robbie Anderson? I like DJ Moore. Um, where is he going? I think he's going, what, like in the fourth round, maybe third round? Um, yeah. I'm not sure I would pick him up as my first wide receiver. I don't think I would feel comfortable with that uh, just because I don't know how it's going to work out with Teddy Bridgewater. Um but he's he's he, he's probably a wide receiver one, I think. Yes, mm-hmm. I would. I personally would not feel comfortable with him as my wide receiver one. But he he he's he did great last year. I don't know where he ended up, but I'm sure he was uh, close to the top ten, if not top ten. Well, uh, uh, as far as uh, wide receiver ranking goes uh, this season, he's coming at number nineteen. He had 80, 87 receptions for eleven hundred seventy five yards and four touchdowns. Um, he was targeted 135 times, so he he got the ball quite, you know, quite a lot. Right. But again, you have a new quarterback coming in. Yeah. This yeah. And, and with COVID, you don't have that same, you know, that same uh, chemistry. Uh, right. That that time to develop that chemistry. So I think that's another uh, knock against DJ Moore. But I, he's still a great a great wide receiver option. No, I, I agree. I think Teddy. Uh, I think Teddy Bridgewater and DJ Moore isn't the big um, uh, yardage receiver anyway. Uh, DJ Moore actually plays more in the slot. Uh, Curtis Samuel plays more of that wide out where you he runs, you know, down the field thirty yards. Um, yeah, yeah. And now you have Robbie Anderson there to also take some attention away from DJ Moore. So um, that'll turn out. Yeah, and and as far as uh, Curtis Samuel, I think he's a great like uh, maybe last like fifteen round pick, you know, um, mm-hmm. like one one of those guys that I, I think he's a, he might be 
on he's going undrafted for most, for the most part. Uh, but I think he's a he's still a good a good wide receiver, and you know, you never know what what can develop with Teddy Bridgewater, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, he he he's most of that he that big play guy, right? So he's he could have a really high ceiling, but obviously a very low floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, he he could definitely uh, be one of those guys that gets you zero catches that day, or gets <laughs> you you know a hundred yards that day. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So he is one of those players. Uh, how about Robbie Anderson? I used to I, I liked him when he was with the Jets. Um, I thought he was a pretty consistent wide receiver. I think now with Teddy Bridgewater, um, of course, it's a new system again. So, right. Um, uh, I think he. I don't. I don't know. He's also a deep threat guy, right? He's. Um... Well, he was a. He was just a a good receiver. Period. Um, at, uh, when he was with the Jets, whether it was deep or um, those short yardages, he just had. He has good hands. Um, you know, he's he doesn't have, you know that that blinding 4-3 speed, but uh, he's fairly consistent. Um, last season, uh, uh, he had 779 yards. He was targeted 96 times. Uh, so he had a decent season. Um, he's looking to probably do the same thing here with Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, but he's, he, yeah. Yeah, so he's, I mean, he's not a, like a, like a sexy option, I guess. So not a... Not an appealing option, but if you have him on your bench as a wide receiver five or four, you know, when when bye weeks hit or uh, if an injury hits, he might be a serviceable, like, flex kind of player, right? right. Um, but other than that, I, don't, I, I wouldn't feel very excited about having him on my team. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I, I like him. Um, he's still young. He's only 27 years old. He's 6'3", 190 pounds. He does run uh, the uh, 40 and uh, 437, so he is pretty quick. He has the physical attributes of a really good re- receiver. We just have to see how Teddy Bridgewater, uh, uh, like you said, how their chemistry. Like uh, develops, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and, and that's why I thought he was more of a deep threat guy uh, um, in, for the Jets. Which, um, if I remember correctly, uh, I don't remember Teddy Bridgewater really throwing that that deep when he played um, last year. So I don't know how that would uh, work out with Anderson, if I'm remembering correctly. Because I, I, I thought, you know, because you said he's, he's a fast uh, wide receiver. Yeah, he's and, very quick. But, yeah, you're right. He was um, – Teddy Bridgewater, uh, you know, didn't throw very many – far down the field and he also had uh michael thomas um you know as a receiver so that that helped him a lot right Um, like it doesn't like doesn't not catch a ball right like does not not catch a ball (laughs) right but yeah Yeah. um uh he he is a deep threat also but he he can i mean he's a good receiver so I'm, i'm curious to see how uh teddy bridgewater does this season so you would like him on your bench, or uh... I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Robbie Anderson on the bench. I personally, um, you know, on my bench, I like to hold a lot of. Um, I, I have like I keep like one or two veterans, and the rest I like to try out the new rookies. Um, yeah, 
So I don't know if Robbie Anderson is one of the veterans I want on the bench, but you know, especially because you can have, like you said, Curtis Samuel. Um, you know, there's later. Other, yeah, there's other receivers that will be um, available at at that point. Right. Yeah, and that, that's a good point that you make because uh, we know what we're gonna get. Well, well, I guess we don't really know what we're getting with Robbie Anderson, but we know what what he's done because he's been in the league a few years now. Whereas, you know, you take a rookie, um, you really, you can, it can go either way, right? It could be something huge. Where, whereas with Robbie, I don't think we could see a high ceiling, really. Yeah, I mean, he, he had a 1,000-yard season um, a, a few seasons back. So he has the potential. It's just whether or not, you know, his chemistry is going to build with uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. 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 Okay, how about uh, how about even uh, the tight end Ian Thomas? You like him at all? No, I actually don't know anything about him. Um, this is the first time I actually hear who the tight end is, so I'm not. I don't know anything about Ian Thomas. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming he's not even. Like, uh, yeah, he probably. Like, <laughs> yeah, he probably won't be drafted. He's uh, currently right now. He's. A tight end 28. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he won't be drafted. You can have him on the wire. But, you know, <clears throat> um, that tight end position uh, was left with a big hole when Greg Olson left. I mean, he was, he was a great tight end. Right, right. Yeah, so he has a big hole to plug. Yeah, I don't remember last year if Teddy threw a lot to – who was it, Cook? Jared Cook, um, yeah. But, but I'm assuming that – it might be part of his strategy to, um, you know, easy dumps off to uh, uh, McCaffrey and also the tight end, you know, just because he's a big, big target. Um, so I can, I can see him being valuable, but we just have to see. Like, I wouldn't draft him. He might be something down the line, right? Right. Depending, again, how uh, the chemistry ends up being with uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Right. Okay, so that's the Carolina Panthers. Um, I don't have any disagreements with you. I think Carolina is going to come in probably last also in the division. Uh, but it was, a tough, it was a tough one. So who do you like coming in next? Oh, man, this gets tougher now. <laughs> I know, right? Um, I'm going to say the, the Falcons. Okay. I'm going to say the Falcons. All right. Uh, yeah, go, go ahead. So – yeah, let's go over some of the quick key acquisitions. Uh, they picked up, of course, the biggest pickup was uh, Todd Gurley um, <clears throat> replacing Devontae Freeman. And I don't think – did Devontae Freeman even get a job yet? Um, I don't remember <laughs> anything about that. I don't think <laughs> – Yeah, they also picked up Hayden Hurst from uh, the Baltimore Ravens, who yeah. was uh, the tight end uh, before Mark Andrews came in and just took his job. Um, then you have Dante Fowler, linebacker from the uh, Los Angeles Rams, who was a very good linebacker for them uh, with there with the defensive end. Uh, uh, oh, what's his name? Oh, my God. You know what I'm talking about? Wait, who, who is it? The Rams. Donaldson. Uh, uh, Donaldson. Uh, Aaron Donaldson. Yeah, Aaron Donaldson, uh, defensive end. And they had linebacker Dante Fowler. And they had uh, Jalen Ramsey at the corner, man. The Rams' defense was just oh, was sick. Um, but, yeah, Dante Fowler has come to the Falcons. And then you also have A.J. Terrell uh, 
who is going to plug or who's going to be a cornerback, a much needed cornerback for the Atlanta Falcons. He was picked yeah. up in the first round on uh, number 16 from Clemson. He's a Clemson boy. Um, their key losses was uh, Austin Hooper, again, Devontae Freeman, uh, Devon J. Campbell, and Desmond Trufant, uh, uh, cornerback. So those were, were the losses. We have Dan Quinn. This is his sixth year. Um, and also our skill positions. So you have Matt Ryan, Pod Gurley, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage, tight end Hayden Hurst, and your O-line is looking like it's ranking at around number 18. Oh, wow. So what do you like or dislike about them? I think, I mean, fantasy-wise, they have almost every position covered. Uh, they're all going to be drafted, I think. Um, some, I mean, most of them are going to, what, like Todd Gurley, Julio Jones, Kevin Riley, they're going to go on the first three, four rounds, right? Um, uh, the, the tight end, I think, is an interesting option. I don't know how high I would draft him. I've seen him go, I think, in the mock drafts I've done, he's gone uh, in the ninth, uh, ninth round, tenth round, sometimes eight. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure I would take him that high, uh, but uh, Austin Hooper did have what something like close to ten targets a game last year, if I remember correctly. Yeah, uh, he was he he has he was like the number one tight end last season, or the most touchdowns for all tight ends last season. Right. So he had a lot of touchdowns and he had a lot of uh, receptions. If uh, right, is that is that? Am I yes. remember correctly? Yeah. So, so I think you know if. And I believe that Hayden Hurst might have more talent than Austin Hooper. So he's, he's definitely an interesting tight end option. Um, there's nothing bad you can say about Julio Jones. He's, he's borderline. I want uh, a first rounder. Um, Calvin Ridley, I'm really liking Calvin Ridley. Um, I'm targeting him as my wide receiver two if I can, or even wide receiver one, depending how uh, I go with the first three rounds. Um, so I really like him. I'm really high on him this year. And uh, Matt Ryan, I would also draft um, around what, I guess, uh, I've seen him go sixth, seventh round, eighth round. If I, yeah. could get him eighth, if I could get him in the eighth round, I would be very happy with that. Yeah, definitely. Isn't it funny how um, the Falcons have basically every position, um, you know, they have a great fantasy player. But yeah. we think, you know, but it doesn't translate well on the football field. Yeah, it doesn't. No, yeah, because I, that's a, I think that's the thing about the Falcons, right? They, they have like a prolific offense, but for some reason they just can't get over the hump, right? Like, I, who's the coach? He, he's really awful. He lost his job last year. Or something. Yeah, he, uh, and, and I guess halfway through the year, they started playing really well. Mm -hmm. Um and so he kept his job, but I don't. I, I think a lot of the troubles do come from the head coach. So, on paper, this team I feel like should be do better than you know than third where I'm putting them this year. Um, but we'll see. I. I but I, fantasy wise, they're great. I love their options. 
Yeah. What do you think about uh, Todd Gurley? You think he's, uh, his knee arthritis is going to uh, flare up at all during the season? You think he's going to last throughout the whole year? I don't know if he's going to last. Um, I do think that they're going to run him a lot. He's going to touch the ball a lot. Um, hopefully, what I'm, like, what I'm trying to envision with Gurley is that he'll be used a lot in the end zone, so I can see him scoring a lot of touchdowns. Um, because the Falcons can get down to the end zone often, right? They have Julio Jones, they have Kevin really. Matt Ryan can throw the ball. Uh, so I can see them getting to the end, like getting close to the end zone, and that's where I think Gurley would be able to thrive if he can score those, those touchdowns because he's going to get a lot of touches at the end of the day. I don't know about the passing game, he, although he can um, catch – uh, get some receptions for PPR, but if he can get if they can get down to the end zone, I see a lot of touchdowns for Todd Gurley because he has no competition either. Like who's their you know their his handcuff? I don't I don't see it. Ito Smith, right? So he's I mean I don't yeah. he, he he's not he's not any good, um, and I don't think they brought any anybody else in. Right? It's only Todd Gurley and Ito Smith. No, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, so you know Todd, Todd Gurley is going to touch the ball a lot. So the, the opportunity is there. I do think his knee situation is going to flare up, but the amount of touches he's going to get might, might, be able, you know, might be enough to offset whatever production value the, the knee situation causes. Yeah, they also have Brian Hill, too. Um, I mean, he's not that great, but uh, he was, you know, I think he played in one, one game for, for them last season, and um, he did okay. I mean, he's not a prolific running back at all, but they do also have Brian Hill. Yeah, so, so I think they're going to be uh, – they're, they're not going to play him like the Rams did. I think the Rams played very safe with Gurley last year uh, because they, I think they were trying to preserve him for the playoffs. Um, but I think the Falcons want to get to the playoffs, right? So I think they're gonna run him. They're gonna they give him that one year deal. Um, so they're gonna they're gonna run him. And that's and that's why I like Gurley, let's say as a as, as my second op, like running back option. Like I wouldn't be scared of it if he was right. my second. Back. Right. Yeah. I mean, remember like they were they were Super Bowl contenders three years ago, three seasons ago. I mean, they were in the Super Bowl, not Super Bowl contenders. They, Super Bowl one, basically. So <laughs> yeah, they had the Super Bowl one. Yeah, but for some reason they didn't run the ball when they should have been running. But um, but at, yeah. now that they do have a runner, I think they're gonna it's, run the ball as often it, as they can. It's funny because uh, uh, the coach for the Forty Niners. Um, the what? I'm sorry. The coach for the 49ers. Oh, why? Why can't I remember his name right now? Uh, but when he he was the offensive coordinator for Atlanta, um, and he was throwing the ball during the whole second half of the Super Bowl, they they were you know like um, you know like man, he's too cocky. He threw the ball. He shouldn't be throwing the ball in the second half. And then the uh, 49ers, uh, when they were in the Super Bowl, the second half, they just kept running the ball so much when they needed to throw the ball. So. <laughs> oh, Shanahan, you mean Shanahan? Yeah, Mike Shanahan. Yeah. I, I oh, okay, okay. But yeah, that's funny. That's funny. I didn't know that. 
Yeah. All that. Yeah, but yeah, I, I tend to agree with you with everything you're saying about Todd Gurley. Um, I don't think he'll last. I mean, I, I would like him to last the season, but um, just just history, you know. And who yeah, he owns, he's automatic. He's automatic right. points. Right, right. Yeah, that's, uh, and going back to Gurley real quick, yeah, I don't think, like, there might be a few missed games, but I think you should account for that um, in the way you draft if you end up with Gurley. Um, but I do like that he he's going to touch the ball a lot. And obviously, yeah, Julio Jones is... Uh, probably the best pure wide receiver there is. Right. And he's, and he's been like that for a long time. Even without scoring touchdowns, he's just a monster. So you have pick eight, nine, or ten. Do you take Julio? Oh, man, that's tough. Uh, in the mock drafts that I've done where I have, I've had those picks, I've taken Julio uh, uh, every time. Yep. Every time. I take Julio. Yep, every time I take Julio there, I take him above. Um, I think um, DeAndre and yeah, DeAndre Hopkins, Adams, Adams. Yep, over Kenny and Drake. I know some people are taking Kenny and Drake over Julio. I don't know if I like that. Um, yeah. I might not even take uh, Hilaire at this point over Julio, just because he's a rookie and I don't like. We don't. It's a big question mark. Um, Julio's just it's so automatic right he's gonna give you 20 25 points possibly yeah, 30 definitely so, it's so weird that Hilaire's stock went up so so fast yeah yeah and most of my mocks I think before Damon Williams opting out I think I'm getting him in the fourth round <laughs> yeah and now he's going in, in the first round um, yep early second round um, yep yeah, I have the tenth pick, so I've been I've been seeing him a lot. Right, right. You know, right. sometimes I'm able to get him at ten, um, but I don't know if I want to take him at ten. He's such a question mark. Yeah, that's you know? that's the issue, right? Like, and if he was a if he were a gener, generational talent like uh, Saquon was, then yeah, like I wouldn't be scared. But I don't think he's he's that that guy. You know, he's not that type of talent. He's obviously. T- talented but not not anywhere that near that level you know for me to take them first round as a rookie but i can see are doing it you know like he's he's gonna be in the best offense in the league um and that offense produces good running backs so i can see why people are um hyped about it about hilaire yeah especially since uh uh damian williams uh, uh opted Opted out out this season correct yeah exactly Right. Well, that's the Falcons. Uh, now, this, was a, this is the, probably the toughest decision you're going <laughs> to have to make um, in probably all the conferences because this is such a stacked conference. But, yeah, it's a stacked conference. So, number two comes in number one, or who comes in number two? Number two, I'm going to take the Buccaneers. Take the Buccaneers there. Okay. About out of our 10 listeners – about seven of them just just <laughs> they they rage quit <laughs> <laughs> all right let's go to the buccaneers then so uh here we have the buccaneers <clears throat> of course their key acquisitions is tom brady and tight end rob gronkowski <clears throat> they also picked up a, a third round running back Keshawn vaughn from vanderbilt uh their key losses Jameis winston Richard Perriman, um, Carl Nassib and running back Peyton Barber. 
this is Bruce Arians' second year. Uh, so our skilled positions, we have Tom Brady, Ronald Jones, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski, Cameron Brait, O.J. Howard. Um, and their O-line is looking right at the middle of the pack, number 15. So tell us why you think the, the top Brady-led Bucks are going to go second in this division. Uh, I don't think it's a knock against Tom Brady or the Bucks themselves. I think it's just more of a, that the Saints are just a, a, a more complete team. Um, the way I see it, they're, they're just more complete um, defense and offense combined together. Um, and we don't, and also the fact that Tom Brady just came in too, right? Like we're, we were talking about the Teddy Bridgewater situation, about developing chemistry with the players, about the way that the pandemic has affected that, um, that development. So that's another question mark too, right? Like how is Tom Brady going to fit in with these pieces that are already there? Um, so that's, that's the only reason why I would put him as second. Although I can see them, I see the argument for them being first over the Saints, but I just think the Saints are more complete. They've been together a, uh, a little longer. Um, defense, I think the Saints have one of the top, um, what is it, like top five defenses in the league. Um, so I can see uh, that's why I'm putting them at number two. Okay, um, that's a good argument. Um... That's actually the same argument for why I thought Carolina was going to come in last. Um, but at the same time, Brady, throughout this whole, you know, COVID shutdown, he's been developing with, with the receivers. Uh, in fact, today, Mike Evans just did an interview, and he said uh, that Tom Brady is probably one of the, his best teammates he's ever played with. And they've mm. only had, like, two practices, I think. Um, <laughs> And, and that could just be, you know, talk because he is the new quarterback. Um, well, but it, it probably is true because I think Mike Evans, the whole time he's played with uh, Jameis Winston as a quarterback and Mike Glennon, yeah, I think, as a quarterback. Oh, my God. Yeah, Winston overthrew Mike Evans or threw horrible passes on Mike Evans that he would not be able to catch so many times. And I know this because I had Mike Evans last year and I was so angry. So I, I can see why Mike Evans is saying that. <laughs> you know, you have Tom Brady, best quarterback of all time, throwing to you now. I think it's going to make a big difference for Mike Evans. Right. What do, what do you think about that Evans-Godwin deal, though? Which, who would you pick first, Edwins or, uh, Evans or Godwin? Well, Godwin is going up higher, and I think, to me, it makes sense. Uh, I mean, we saw what he did last year. Uh, he's, I don't know if he's more, I wouldn't say he's more talented than Mike Evans, but I, I feel like Godwin is a little bit more consistent. Uh, having <laughs> Evans, last, Evans last year, I, uh, he had, I think, I mean, I, I want to say like three, two or three zero point games. <laughs> yeah, um, he did. He did lay two goose eggs. Yeah. So he's not a very consistent guy. He's a, I think he's a beast. He's one of the best wide receivers in the league. He, um, you know, he, he can single handedly win you a, a week like he did to like with, um, for me last year. 
scoring like what 30 points a game i don't uh, like a few times but yeah he might give you a goose egg like you said godwin is just uh, uh, that possession receiver you know he's gonna get a lot of receptions and he's gonna be very consistent and he can score touchdowns and especially now with brady i can see that being even better so i can see why he's going above mike evans and i would take him above mike evans yeah okay well um as far as yardage wise uh godwin had 1300 yards mike evans had about 1150 uh about 150 yards difference um mike evans caught eight touchdowns godwin caught nine touchdowns uh godwin was thrown to 121 times uh, Mike Evans was ho- thrown to 118 times. Mike Evans had a lower reception percentage at 67, and Godwin had about uh, 86 receptions he- that he that he caught. So yeah, I- as, yeah as far as uh, projections go, they're projected to be right. I mean, almost exactly the same. They're projected to uh, both be targeted about 130, 140 times. Both re- uh, projected to get eight touchdowns and 1300 yards this season. So, um, and the, the only, uh, also another reason why I would take Godwin over uh, Mike Evans is, um, like I said, like I watched a lot of the Bucks games because I had Mike Evans and I was very interested. Uh, he, he's a, he's a, like a, a more of a deep threat guy too. Um, uh, okay. And, I see. And, and Tom Brady, I'm not, I'm not sure how often he likes to throw down, uh, you know, deep. I, I'm, I'm sure, I mean, he can, but he doesn't like to, especially if it's a contested ball or a ball that he knows that could get intercepted or, you know, whatever could happen. Um, so he doesn't make, he doesn't like to make those, those kind of, uh, uh, of throws. Whereas Winston, you know, he, he, there, he lobbed it anywhere. Um, so I, I, that, that might be another reason why, Mike Evans is, a, is below Godwin um, and then okay. the rankings, at least for me. Okay. So you like Godwin better because you think that you, what you're saying, not what you think, but what you're saying is because Brady doesn't like to throw downfield. So um, you don't think Godwin, I mean, you don't think Mike Evans would be a better pick because Godwin goes down the field more. Right? No, no, no. Evans goes down the field more. Oh, you're saying Mike Evans goes down. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. Yes, Mike Evans uh, takes those long. Yeah. And, but yeah. you know what? Brady's never, re- and Brady's only had um, once or tw- twice. He only had one season where he had a, a receiver like that. And he threw down the field a lot. He broke records that season. Uh, that was when it was uh, straight cash homie Randy Moss. <laughs> Bro, how long ago was that, though? <laughs> I know. Brady, no, I know. Brady, and then, Brady's, what, 45 now? What, how right, okay. So you <laughs> want something a little bit more more um, recent. Well, last year, w- the one game, I think, that Antonio Brown uh, played for the New England Patriots, one game they played. And Antonio Brown had a huge day. Tom Brady had a huge day. So I think with uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, I think you're right. I think, you know, they're both big-time wide receivers. But I think Mike Evans is a – would be better value because you could probably get him at a lower round. So instead of saying, okay, I'm not going to – I don't have to worry about getting – I'm not going to get Godwin. But you know what? I can get 
Evans in a, and get probably produce very similar, maybe not more than Godwin, unless Godwin decides to go off, um, but maybe very similar. But there's a good chance Mike Evans has a really big season with Brady because oh, no. from the news, oh, yeah. hearing, they have very good chemistry going right now. So oh, yeah, no. I like Mike Evans as uh, over Chris Godwin. Not, really? Not, yeah, not because... Even with the goose eggs, the uh, possibility of goose eggs? Yeah, yeah. Even with the possibility of his goose eggs, but because I don't think this season is going to be like that. I think this season with Brady, he's going to spread the ball around more. Um, he has, he's going to use the weapons that he has. Uh, whereas Jameis Winston, he didn't see all the field. He only played half of the field. He only saw half the field while Brady sees the entire field. Um, and with all those weapons, with, with Gronk, with O.J. Howard, with the double tight end, I think he's going to have a, one second more to pass than any other quarterback. Um, but yeah. that's my – yeah, that's my argument for the greatest of all time. He's – you know, I loved him in New England. Now he's in Tampa. I, I love him in Tampa Bay. <laughs> you know? All right. That's my argument. No, um, no. I mean, I mean, it makes sense. I think they're both – I would be happy with them as either one as my wide receiver one. I, I don't have any issues with it. I agree with you. And yeah, it, it is true that Godwin is going above him, so I can get Mike Evans a little later. Like, I, but I don't. I wouldn't mind either one. I think they're gonna both be great. I mean, Mike Evans is he's had six straight thousand yard seasons to yeah, start his a, career. So he's a, he. I mean, he's a beast. There's nothing you can say bad about Mike Evans. So. Um, well, so yeah, uh, Rob Gronkowski or uh, O.J. Howard? Uh, I think O.J. Howard is out. I don't see okay. him being drafted at all. Um, I mean, he's, yeah, he's tight end 24, so he'd probably, he'd probably get him off the waiver unless you right. have like, a diehard um, uh, Bucks fan. And even Rob Gronkowski, I mean, he's a, he's a tight end seven, but – uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. Right? I don't. I don't think I would draw. Uh, I would um, draft Gronkowski. I wouldn't. He's what he he hasn't played for or what of like two years almost. Um, right. I know he's lost a lot of muscle. He's lost a lot of weight. Um, I'm not sure how in game shape he is. Uh, I think. I think he's going to be in great shape. Um, I've seen some of his workouts. I saw, I think, as far as uh, athletic, uh, as far as uh, athletic shape, football shape, I think he's going to be, he's there. But I think what's going to be dif difficult right now for Rob is the speed of the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. Yeah, that. especially oh. at 31. Yeah, because he's been he's, gone for a while. Yeah, he's in great shape, man. I saw, I saw him, um, you know, uh, and of course, it's all on on TV, right? But you know, uh, yeah, he was I mean, running well with the pads I'm, on. I remember, like towards the end of uh, his career, this first time when he when he ran, it looked like he was a Tin Man, like <laughs> yeah, um, running in slow motion, yeah, yeah. Um, and now, and maybe it's because he didn't have the full pads on, but he seemed like he was running a lot, a lot better. 
Yeah. Uh... I don't know. I mean, there's a difference between being in shape and being in football and NFL football shape, you know, I, I don't know. So I, I, I want to see it first. I wouldn't draft him. Uh, I maybe, I mean, he could be your second tight end, but he's what he's going in the ninth round now or what? Like he's tied in seven. People are yeah, picking so, him up. Yeah. Yeah. So people are picking him up. So, I mean, I'm not willing to take him before the um, double digit rounds. I'm not willing to do that. I would, I would take a flyer on him, you know, as a late, maybe 12, 13 round guy, but not, not any earlier than that. Okay. But I mean, we'll see. I mean, he, he might be able to, he might, he might get a bunch of receptions. It'd be great for PPR, you know? Right. How about Ronald yeah, Jones? That, Ronald Jones. Ooh. I don't, I like, I kind of like Ronald Jones, but I also, I mean, you working. can, you can pick him off probably, uh, the waiver um there are people picking him up he's running back 26 um but in our league i don't nobody's nobody's been picking up ronald jones not I, I, I like a, i like ronald jones because he could have a very high ceiling uh just because now um, I, what did you say? The O line also is like ranked somewhere 50, in the middle, middle of the pack. So I mean, not too bad. But also, Tom Brady does like, you know, um, those throwing short passes, those yeah. short passes, right? Um, and I can see Ronald Jones benefiting that from that in PPR. Yeah. Um, as far as his running ability, obviously, I, I'm not sure how like his talent level is that great, but those receptions could make up the difference um, if, you know, if Tom Brady continues to uh, those short passes, liking those short passes, right? Um, and, and I know that they brought in, didn't they bring in uh, McCoy, I think, LaShawn McCoy? LaShawn McCoy, yeah. So uh, that's another um, negative against Ronald Jones. I don't know if, um, what's the head coach's name? What's his name? I forgot his name. Bruce Arians. Yeah, if Bruce Arians is very, you know, confident in the ability of Ronald Jones or the other running back, the um, the rookie, Keyshawn Bond. Bond. yeah. Um, but I also like Keyshawn Bond as a, one of those uh, high ceiling type of guys. So he's, we just don't know, right? What what what's gonna how he's gonna use, they're gonna be used. So, right. but but yeah, I wouldn't take a uh, I wouldn't pick him up any earlier than the eleventh. 12th round, like late, very late. Keyshawn Vaughn or uh, uh, Jones? Yeah, both, both. I, I, I see, okay. I, I, rank, I, I rank them very evenly. Um, okay. So. That's fair. Yeah. I would take him as a dart, you know, as a dart, you know, maybe high upside kind of player uh -huh. that, that I wouldn't mind dropping if I needed, you know, for a, someone for a buy if they're not panning out. Right. Maybe, maybe like a, a James White role. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can see that. I can see that being decent in PPR. Right. Yeah. Because, uh, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn would more, would more be, uh, more be like a Sony Michelle, like that down, that short, uh, stocky 200. He's like, he's five, eight, 215 pounds downhill. Yeah. yeah. And get Ronald Jones kind of like that James White role. Yeah. That, I mean, that would be, that would be a good, you know, flex or for bye week or, um, yeah. you know, 
yeah. or a running back maybe, for a flat. So we'll maybe see. we'll convince somebody, some listeners, to pick up <laughs> Ronald Jones. Hey, I might take him. I might take him if he's there. You know. <laughs> you you got the second pick. You'll probably get him. Yeah, I mean, no. Why, wait, why are you saying with my second pick? No, no, not with your second pick because oh. usually, like the second pick. You have like in the thirteenth uh, round, or you know. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're gonna get the top, you know, top pick. So there's a good chance you get Ronald Jones. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind him on my bench. I, I would, I would, I would uh, take a flyer on him. You know, take right. it. Right. He has a high ceiling. You're right. Yeah. All right. So time to tie the bow. <laughs> <laughs> on top of the NFC South with. The New Orleans Saints. Yep, yep. On paper, seems to be the best team. Like, I honestly, I might just try. I uh, we were talking about uh, this earlier, but would you do an All Saints fantasy football team? An All Saints fantasy football team? Yeah. No, no. I mean, I'm not saying no. would you do it like this season, but like, it's not unheard of. Why not? You no, no, it's not, yeah. Go ahead. Drew Brees at your at your quarterback. Alvin Kamara is your RB one. Latavius Murray your RB two. Michael Thomas wide receiver one. Emmanuel Sanders wide receiver two. Jared Cook <laughs> as your tight end. Then you can have um, uh, uh, Josh Hill, the you know the Swiss Army knife, right? The kicker. The, the kicker is great. The kicker and, is great. And New Orleans defense. <laughs> oh, that wouldn't man. be the. I mean, that's not the best fantasy football lineup, but arguably that would be that would be something you could do. I mean, you'll never get Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas, um, unless you do trades. Unless you get trades. Yeah, I doubt you'll ever. You you probably won't be able to do that. Um, you you could you could probably do Alvin Kamara and Emmanuel Sanders and maybe Traquan Smith. Um, but not Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. Yeah, yeah. But, right? Isn't that... No, it's possible. I mean, it's been done... Be- I think it's been done before with other teams. What other team was that? Um, um, I, I, I know Chiefs, the Chiefs, Rams. Yeah, I think Chiefs, Rams. You've been able to do that. Um, yeah. I forgot what other... There was, there was another um, team back in the day, a while ago. I think that... Um, the Manning Broncos, I think, were also very viable. Okay. Patriots? That, uh, Patriots? I don't know about the Patriots. I don't think they've no, been... No receivers, they, huh? Yeah, they've never had receivers. The running backs are always... There's always, like, five guys, and you don't ever right. know who's going to be the guy. Right. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, if it was possible, I could see this working, and you would win some... Like, some you, weeks, you huh? win, Yeah, you would win a few games. The problem is... If you know for some reason that 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 day their offense is just not clicking, right? Right. And you and your um, I guess your ceiling would be capped, but your floor would be great, right? right? Um. So no, I mean I personally would never do that, but I can see how it could work out <laughs> for some people. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you can win a championship though. I don't think you would win it. Wow. Yeah, that's funny, but it's funny because you can. You got Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, uh, Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, Traquan Smith, and number three receiver, 
and you have Jared Cook at your tight end. Um, how are you going to – I mean, Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas, how are you going to spread the ball? I mean, there's so much – they have to spread the ball around so much. It's just ridiculous. I mean, they've, I mean, they've done it, though. I mean, this is – this is not new. This is ha- has been has been done. Even even remember when uh, Mark Ingram was there, uh, that tandem was they were great. Like if you had Alvin Kamara and you had Mark Ingram, you were gold, right? I think it's always been a very like um, there's a lot of fantasy points to get from this team. Yeah, high powered. <laughs> yeah, it's just a high powered offense. Right. You know, I, I, I don't know how they make it work, but it, they do. Um, and they, they have many, many opportunities. I mean, they're, they're sustaining a wide receiver one and an RB1 who catches a bunch of passes, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then and, you still have room for other, you know, yeah, players. Yeah, you have Sanders now. Emmanuel Sanders, he's a good, good receiver, great receiver. Um, yeah. But Denver, I'm so sad that he, he left the, the 49ers. Yeah, I mean we're one one game away. I mean one game away from being Super Bowl champs, and he's yep. going to the Saints. Yep. So, yep. Yeah, no, he's a, yeah, I think he's a great late round guy um, to have on your bench. He's probably better than their whoever they've had as wide receiver too. Like uh, who is it, Smith? Traquan Smith or? Uh, yeah, he was. Well, he Traquan was always the three. Uh, Lastly, they had um, Funches, Devin Funches. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, Emmanuel Sanders is definitely better than those two guys. Um, so, I can see him being very prosperous with Drew, uh, Drew Brees there. Yeah, hopefully uh, Drew Brees stays healthy. He doesn't break his thumb again. Was it, what was it, his thumb, right? Yeah, I think it was a ligament in his thumb. He didn't break that. Like, he didn't yeah, break he the tore a ligament. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, um, it was a... And by the way, Teddy Bridgewater did play. He played five games. Okay, there you go. So, yeah, I thought it was it was definitely not eight. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was eight. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, no. Right. I mean, this is this is a good team. This is a good team. Yeah. All right. So, is there? Uh, I mean, you you've got the second pick. Yes. Wait, and also, did you agree with uh, my the way I um, ranked the teams? Um. No. No. Okay. I I agreed with you all the way to the uh, second place. Um. I I. I think the Saints will come in second. Okay. But it's going to be I, – I really feel like it's going to be a 1A, 1B thing because uh, Brady uh, – I don't know, man. He's the GOAT. <laughs> he is. All right, all right. He just knows, he's make, he just pick knows up how to win. He's a champion. He's bringing that to the team. Um, yeah. Yeah, and when it comes down to his – I mean, he took the New England Patriots to the championship team. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, not the championship, but, you know, um, you know, to the playoffs, second round of the playoffs, lost to Tennessee, to the Titans. But, um, you know, with, with a very bad offense, great defense. Right. Um, very injured running game, um, no, nobody to throw to, and he still took them to that far. So now with all these weapons, I mean, he finally has all these weapons, and he's developing good chemistry with them. Um, and Tampa Bay, quite honestly, um, you can probably do a fantasy with them too this year with Tom Brady. I don't know if you would do Ronald Jones and Keyshawn Vaughn. 
uh, but you could get Chris Godwin, Michael Evans. Those are two definitely uh, two definite receivers you can get. Um, yeah, Gronk. You could get Gronk, and you can definitely get Gronk, and you can definitely get Tampa Bay's uh, uh, number two ranked run defense in the NFL. So, mm. yeah, but yeah. New Orleans is is of course, you know, solid been- all the way through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be nice to see uh, the Bucks uh, play in the Super Bowl over here, right? <laughs> right. I mean, how how do you think you think they would happen with uh, COVID? You think they'd still allow like? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Those packed like fifty thousand people. So. Yeah, I think they're building. Uh, I mean, they're doing ten million dollar renovations for it um, in preparation for the Super Bowl. So I'm assuming they're expecting people to come in, um, and they're also building some other. Uh, I don't uh, area where they're gonna have fans. Uh, I, don't, I don't know exactly what it was. Well, outside, I, like like the Dallas Stadium, where you had fans outside as well. Yes, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, that's something I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. So I think they're expecting people to come in. So I mean, that would be great if they can make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know. So before we we uh, move on uh, and the, and the show. Uh, I want to go over the the draft pick, the draft order. Yeah. We have, uh, with the number 10 pick, the fantasy football team owned by me. Uh, <laughs> I got the number 10 pick this season. Anwar. Anwar the Great. Um, he's got the ninth pick. He won last season's uh, fantasy bowl. Reigning champ. The reigning champ. With the eighth pick. Alex King with the seventh pick, the Vibin Ibis. Uh, that's our boy, Tone. With the number six pick, Straight Cash Homie. The number five pick, Fresh Prince of K- Hilaire. <laughs> <laughs> with the number four pick, Ken's Legend. Number oh, nice. three, Reed's team. Nice. He's, a, uh, he's a rookie. This season, and so is Alec, by the way. With the number two pick, uh, the Fantasy Bowl, our first year's champion, Marlins team. And with the number one pick, um, which actually turns out to be the, should turn out to be the correct pick, who came in last, last season was Seth's team. So he gets the number one pick. So it turns out, even though we had to randomize it because we have two new teams, it turns out Seth still ended up with the number one pick, so that was great. Oh, okay, that's good. That's yeah. what does seem unfair, though, is that Marlins pick, Marlins team, who <laughs> won, who came third, got the number two pick this season after having the number one last season. Ah uh, man, I mean, I've I've told you what would be the fairest way to do it. But I mean, this is uh, this is the risk we take with random. You know, we have to random. Right. So, I think you're uh, doing that Nicaraguan voodoo, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nicaraguan voodoo? Is there is there such thing? I'm not sure it exists. No, I don't think no. there is. Is this is uh, it like Santeria? No, no, man. Oh. That's uh, that's Cubans. Yeah. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the Caribbean. I don't know the Caribbeans are engaged in voodoo stuff, but not. <laughs> Hey, America. I just realized something. What? You do realize that 
the number five, who the number five pick of this year's draft is going to be, right? Who, who is it? In, in our league, uh-huh. do you know who the number five pick is going to be? It's, is it Ken? No, it's a, um, a Fresh Prince of Hilaire. Oh, that's Colton. That's yeah, Colton. Colton. So do, yeah. you, do you know who he's going to pick? Uh, Zeke? No. No? I don't Who's think he going to so. get? Cook? No, absolutely not. Wait, who? Oh, Hilaire. Oh. I think he's going to pick Hilaire. Oh, my God. Is he going to go Hilaire number five? Right? Why would he name his team oh, Fresh man. Prince of Hilaire if you know he, did, he wasn't going to pick him? He was probably going to pick him, like, in the second round, maybe, the, you know, as his second quarter uh, running back. Wow, that's, that's next-level stuff, man. You're, you're analyzing deep. I analyzed that pretty good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, that's Colton, if you're listening, I'm on to you, man. I'm on to that's, you. That makes more sense now. Oh, Remember man. last yeah. season? Uh, was it last season or the season before he picked uh, – his team name was Carry On My Wayward Son? Yeah, and he picked up Carry On. Carry On so Johnson. Now, so, so we know. Okay, all right. Yeah, man. I see Colton. I see Colton. Yeah. So you know he's <laughs> gonna be gone before the second round. That's a hit. Yeah. Hey, I mean that 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 might help everybody out because that's gonna be a weird like like I said, it, unexpected picks like that it can disrupt the whole draft. Absolutely. So Absolutely. we'll see. I mean, I'm I'm ready for the draft. So. Yeah. I mean, no matter how many times I do this draft. Uh, you know, I do, I do the mock drafts. Um, yeah, not the same. Yeah, I keep coming out with the same, but that's not true because once we do it with real yeah. people, yeah. Yeah, people are, yeah, our league is also very um, Yeah, they're all sharp. Savvy yeah, very sharp, very savvy people. They know what they're doing. Yeah. So they're not going to pick up crazy. They're not going to make any crazy picks, you know. Hopefully Seth doesn't pick Mahomes number one. Or maybe I hope I hope he does. I hope he does actually. A little shade there. You, can't, <laughs> we'll hey, you know what? I wouldn't blame him. If you, you really want a certain player on your team, you just gotta pick him, man. Because if not, somebody else is. Especially if it's a high-profile player like that. Yeah, go for it, Seth. Go for it, man. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right, man. All right, Marlon. I appreciate you doing this. And you know what? Hey, it recorded the entire the entire time. There you go, man. Gotta yeah. use Zoom from now on. <laughs> yeah. Rip, rip, Anwar. Yeah, I feel <laughs> I feel bad, my man. But we'll, we'll we'll catch up again. Hey, what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a um a rankings show a little bit closer. Yeah, yeah, and uh, be on the lookout for the newsletter. I'm gonna start writing one for the for the nice for the, for for the league. league. So I'm I'm gonna start soon on it. All right, guys. So we're gonna have a newsletter uh, for our fantasy league as well. Um, yeah. Get yeah. more engagement. You know, hopefully, hopefully people read it and get more engaged. That'll be nice. Yeah, it's fun, man. I can't wait for football. Yeah, man. I'm excited.